0: starting the year 2021 we signed a, a platinum agreement to run the entire super dirt car series we breached our contract with the platinum agreement for the super dirt car series so we were not allowed to receive a point fund check for where wherever we happened to finish mm-hmm. i ended up among the small few of the extenuating circumstances that you know i really wanted to kind of be uh, in pursuit of the championship. Hello and welcome to the Dirt Track Confessions podcast with your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney. The Dirt Track Confessions show starts in
1: three, two, one, and the green is out.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I'm your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney, and today joining us again, we have Mike with us. So, um, not sure, by the time we're recording this, not sure if Word is completely out yet of this. So maybe I'm ahead of the game here. But um, today's topic is going platinum. We are going back platinum. It just sounds really cool just saying going platinum. That's just, it's what we're doing. <laughs> so um kind of want to address, since I feel like we like Mike and the team never really, uh, disclosed exactly what happened. I believe it was circa 2021. Uh, I won't take the story from you, Mike, but, um, I'll let you address it and kind of paint the picture for us that leads into why we're going back platinum.
0: So yeah, this story would have answered a lot of questions back then for, you know, everyone asking, well, you know, what's going on. Um, I'm not the best storyteller, so I don't really know where to start with this, but maybe you can help guide me. I would start with the fact that so starting the year twenty twenty one, we signed a, a platinum agreement to run the entire Super Dirt Car series with the big blocks. And we ran all of the races up until what'd you say it was September? September. And at that point, was the first conflict of the season between the Super Car Series and the Short Track Super Series, and there was a choice to go to uh, Land of Legends and race for I think it was ten or twelve thousand to win, yeah. or go to the Fonda Two Hundred, which paid fifty three thousand to win. Um, Fonda Two Hundred paid ten thousand for third, and that's where we ended up finishing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we made the choice based on the fact that we'd finished in the top three in that race the past couple of years and taken home a substantial amount of money which um in racing money makes the world go around you need yeah. it to be able to keep your cars rolling to keep your motors fresh keep your truck and trailer going up and down the road uh to pay for parts etc so we ended up making the decision based off of money uh, to go to the fund of two hundred, it it worked somewhat in our in our benefit because we finished third. We took home ten grand from that event, that paid a lot of bills. Uh, but then moving forward, um, we uh, breached our contract with the platinum agreement for the supercar series, so we were not allowed to receive a point fund check for where wherever we happened to finish mm-hmm. in the points in the super dirt car series, which I think probably led, I don't know if it led to us, whether we went to the rest of the races. I can't even remember off the top I don't, of my head. I don't
1: we might've, have, have we might've skipped a,
0: a race after that. Cause at that point the points didn't matter.
2: Yeah. You don't get paid. So it was
0: like, why, why go all the way to this event that's far mm-hmm. away or, or, a, or an expensive event. We, we may have skipped. I don't really know, but um, it definitely changed our schedule for, for the remainder of that year. And the following year, because mm-hmm. the following year, because we breached the contract, we were not allowed to uh, sign it again. Correct. So then, we we kind of split it up. In 2022, we did we did 10 out of the 20 in the Super Dirt Car Series. Okay. So so we did half of the events. Uh, I think uh, it, it's it seemed again worked out pretty well for us because in the events that we ran, most of them were local and we ran pretty well and we did, we did okay financially, but again, we didn't receive a, fo- a point fund mm-hmm. check because we didn't sign the agreement and we didn't do all the races. Correct. So the thing I think, you know, fans may or may not understand is that even if you do all the races, if you don't sign the agreement, you do not get a point fund check. Uh, so if you, earned enough points to be the champion and won according to the to everybody watching yeah uh you don't you you don't get anything for it unless in the beginning tiers of the season you sign the agreement
2: now Um, it had to be and it it has
0: to be offered to too oh Um, does it they have to they have to you know either approach you or you approach them it's or whatever kind of and they have to say like
2: chosen you're
0: eligible based on they want us i think a lot of times they look at you know i don't really know this honestly but i mm-hmm. i feel like they look at are you able to do all the events yeah like are you lying to us are you not <laughs> <laughs> we we know you're not going to go to them all, so mm-hmm. so maybe they don't offer to or or are you know do you have the enough equipment to run all the events yeah. are you are you equipped to do this um, do you have the funding? Do you have the ability to do twenty to twenty-five races, traveling and and whatnot? Because mm-hmm. it, it it's it's expensive. Um, I think those are some big things they look at. Um, and then it's and then it's how many people do they already have signed up? Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a limit to how many. Well, or I... how few? Because if it got down to very few, maybe they'd be, be a little more open to. Asking some more people. But yeah. then when it gets to too many, maybe they're trying to, like, tighten the reins a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, which right now, I'll we'll dive into because it was the first time I actually, like, laid eyes on the contract. And it was really surprising to me. Now, including Mike, I'm pretty sure there's 21 Platinum drivers, which is great. But also at the same time, once I go through, like, you know, the payout and stuff, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know... How many people, kind of like Mike said, how many people will last? How many people are actually committed to it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean.
0: When we look at this, and you kind of look at it every year. I think people look at, uh, oh, you know, when they start traveling to these farther away events,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how many people will stay on? Yeah. And I think in the past few years, they've tried to tighten the reins on that and trying to eliminate signing those people up that will fall off. Um, it, it's, I think in the, in the further past, you know, it's just kind of happened every year mm-hmm. that people would fall off on. And, uh, now it's, uh, you know, becoming more, they don't want, they don't want that to happen. So they want, they want the tracks to know that if someone signs the agreement in the beginning of the year and the, and the track signs up for an event.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the track will know that these specific drivers will be there, Guaranteed. and they can advertise that they're definitely going to be there, and yep. their fans will get to see them. And so that's, I think that's how it benefits the fans, is they know who they're going to be watching mm-hmm. race. Uh, and then later we can get into how it benefits the drivers and the teams.
2: Absolutely. So, um, going into the co- contract. So I'm just going to talk to you guys. Like there's a lot of benefits, but I'm just going to draw r- straight into like what caught my attention. Like what goes through Mandy's brain when she's reading this. So, um, one thing a lot of people don't realize, which I, I tried comparing. It's kind of hard. Cause I, I, don't have my eyes on like the world of outlaws, like the lit miles or the sprint cars, what their contract is. I imagine they're very similar to an extent. However, they don't have to run, like there's no way they could really run a like a weekly series track. So um in order to participate and be a platinum driver, the driver or said team has to participate in and up to 12 weekly non-series dirt car sanctioned races and i feel like this um this is like one of the big things i'm i'm not like speaking on behalf of my dad but like there weren't really many dirt sanctioned tracks local like you don't see many pa jersey delaware people on the series because you know they're like american racer tires tracks so it's harder for them whereas new york north jersey Right,
0: so what they did, so back in those days, Mm -hmm. what you're referring to is you had to go to a weekly track and to get your 1,000 or 1,200 bonus points, whatever it was, for the season, which, I mean, there's no way you're going to make up that many points Mm -hmm. if you don't get it, is you would have to go to a weekly track and finish well. Yeah. And it would count like your best so many finishes at the Mm -hmm. at your weekly track and it would equate to this many bonus points and if you got a perfect score then you could get a i know a thousand points or 1200 points or whatever now what they did because of what you're talking about Mm -hmm. they changed it to you can go to any 12 dirt car sanctioned events
2: that's a not. That that's not a not series not event. series points race. Correct. Right.
0: So if you just go to a, uh, let's say I went this weekend. I went to a show at Orange County. That was Dirt Car Sanction, but it was not a series event. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would get me one of my twelve races. Yes. And as long as you go to twelve races, you get a hundred points for each race, yeah. and it adds up to twelve hundred points bonus.
2: Where's... It benefits us because Albany is dirt sanctioned. So we race there weekly. Yeah, we're press. there
0: weekly. So I'm easily going to get my 12 events. Yeah. I'm easily going to get my 1,200 bonus points. So I don't have to like go searching around, but somebody could run the series that lives in Pennsylvania, New mm-hmm. Jersey, Delaware, and they could just pick out 12 races on the schedule and they could go to Middletown one week and they could go to Albany one week and they could go to. Brewerton one week Mm -hmm. and Canandaigua one week and, you know, hit up these tracks. And for one, they get a little practice on the tracks that they're going to be seeing on the series. Yep. And uh, for two, they're, you know, they're free to go to whatever event to make up these, as long as they get 12 in before the deadline. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Okay. So that was one. Um, I know this isn't like something do or die kind of thing but of course with social media it stood out to me in the contract it says that uh there needs to be social media posts on all platforms of each series event up to 48 hours before each event they have to tag the series and also the track and once a month we need to reference that we will be participating in super dirt week now do they follow this and like you know Put a slap on your wrist, I, no. <laughs> but I will say is that the if you're gonna be a platinum driver, if you're gonna be following the series, like you need to take yourself seriously, and you should absolutely be posting this stuff on social media. Like, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm, I, I, I agree. I think that you know those posts benefit both our fans. Our sponsors, mm-hmm. our team, as well as the series, so it's a mutual benefit to make a post of, "Hey, we're going to this race, yeah, and we're going to be competing in it, no matter what series it is or what track it is or whatever." So that I think is kind of a, it's a good thing for everyone. Um, I've never knew this was a requirement. I honestly didn't. I didn't know about it till <laughs> no. you till you read yeah, the I contract. Know. A little.
2: I don't more know. if People actually read the contract closely.
0: Yeah. Um. And I also don't know if it counts when the when the series itself does it. Like re, this week, uh, the Super Dure Car Series mentioned that I won the race at Albany, Saratoga last year, mm-hmm. and we're going to Albany, Saratoga well, I'm this pre- week. I'm pretty sure so, you,
2: the driver or the team, it's always like driver slash team needs to. Uh, oh, we're supposed to post. Yes. Okay.
0: Well, but for example, that post we could just hit repost, and it would. Count. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, doesn't.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, that. I I just like that it's in there but also at the same time they're not very like beating you with a belt like why aren't you doing this you know it's
0: yeah it's just it's there but meanwhile i would say that the expectation is there i'm probably i don't know how true this is but i I would say that the expectation is there without when in in other places where you race uh without these this contract guideline mm-hmm. i think it feel like the expectation is that you tell people where you're racing anyway absolutely and they and they tend to help you out a little more if you do
1: you help them and they, they tend to
0: shun you a little bit if you don't absolutely i've noticed the the kind of like Oh, you just showed up to a race and you didn't tell anybody you were coming? Well, you, you don't get a parking spot. How dare you? You, you, don't, you don't get a parking spot. No, anymore.
2: you're parking like, the
0: back. Oh, thanks.
2: Yeah. Oh, no we matter did, we what didn't time you get we there, you oh, we didn't know
0: you were coming. Yeah. So, oh, we've gotten that. So you don't get to park anymore. Yep. All right.
2: With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. So um, another one, which um, is pretty much coincides like the whole topic here. So in the contract, it says that... Um, Drivers must refrain from racing in any modified racing event of any kind within two complete days prior to or two complete days after a series event without a written consent of the Super Dirt Car Series director. The event can't be within 150 miles of the facility. Now, this is... I I just don't feel like they really...
0: They've been very lenient on this one, too. Thank God. Which is... I think is good because it allows um, when their drivers go race somewhere else the day before, and, you know, a lot of the same fans will go to that race and then also go Mm -hmm. to their race the next day. So it's, if they said, no, you can't go to this, which um, I think they've been more like even, More than lenient because they're not like making you do the written part. They just Mm -hmm. go, yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. I need need a letter.
1: Can you Uh, sign my? Yeah, they haven't really done the letter,
0: Um, but the, you know, them. If they, for example, if they had said no, you know, you can't go to this race, and you're not there, then you're not there to promote the next race.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. There's a lot of fans going to that race, and it's like, yeah, you know. Glad we won tonight. We'll see you all at this next track tomorrow. That's where we're going next yeah. and if you're not there then you're not there to tell them and and I think it benefits again everyone mm-hmm. to have everyone there to promote it. So I don't I think it's probably in their benefit to be very lenient on this and I'm yeah. glad they are.
2: Now, I feel like this this is what we we're talking about um before. I feel like this brings the exclusivity of the drivers of the Platinum. You are guaranteed these 20 drivers at our race, you know, maybe they show up at other races like yeah. that aren't dirt sanctioned.
0: No. Back in the day, what they did with these drivers is they said, no, you can't go to this other race because they wanted it. This uh, is Glenn Donley days. They wanted it. He wanted it to be. Well, these are my drivers.
2: Wasn't, like, the Elite 11?
0: Yeah, he was very possessive of, like, these are my drivers. You get to see them when you come to my series. You see them nowhere You're else. You're not going to see them at their series. No drivers for you. Right. So, that I, I felt like that was a little bit, you know, too much domination. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Too much control. I and, mean, it's, it's not fair to the drivers, but...
0: Yeah. And, it, I mean... It, we're we are in a, America here. That's a lot of people that resist uh, control. Yeah, control and yeah. and too much
1: mm-hmm.
0: regulation. Yeah. Uh so that that kind of promotes people want to be like, oh, screw you. We're gonna go do do our own thing. So being uh lenient on these things and and working with people mm-hmm. makes more people want to be involved. I think.
2: Yeah. Now, for me, I I'll just. Say it out there, like, I, I didn't want us to sign a contract because I don't like the idea of us having to answer to someone, but, which we'll get into, don't get your panties in a bunch, guys, we will talk about the perks here, but, I mean, I'm also Billy Patrick's daughter <laughs> who never followed the Super Dirt Car series, I just don't like the idea of um, people being able to use your likeness and the control, however, there are a ton of perks that come with this that it's like, okay it makes sense because we're going to these races anyways. Um, But I'm getting ahead of myself here. So one more thing out of like the main part of the contract, which I definitely agree on, it says during the seven calendar days preceding the first day of a scheduled event, you cannot participate in a private or public practice or test of a facility, of course, without the World Racing Group's approval. And if anyone does not know, the World Racing Group is pretty much like the top of the food chain, they own and run the Outlaws Dirt Car, Super Dirt Car Series, uh, WRG. Um, but I, I do like that. I do like the, you know, you you know what, Mike, we're going to Airborne this Wednesday. You cannot rent or practice like within the next, like the seven day window.
0: Yeah, there's definitely teams that could uh, reap. Major benefits mm-hmm. by being able to outspend people to test at every track before they go race there. So by putting that in place, it definitely uh, keeps the cost down for everyone.
1: Yes. It's,
0: it's a good thing to do.
2: So getting back to um, actually now getting into or entering into the positive. So what I do like is that not that I feel we necessarily would need it or need this many is... Um a platinum driver is guaranteed five provisionals throughout the year. However, um, I think it's each night they take four provisionals. Is that how
0: that works? Yeah, and I and I believe they choose uh, based on points. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the more drivers that need provisionals, the less there are available. Correct. So, uh, these are not guaranteed. These are. These are there if you need it, and no, and nobody that's in the points above you needs it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, that's a thing that, uh, I believe just needs to be clarified because I think uh, um first, you know, certain teams that that need to use them often, they're not necessarily going to be able to do it all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, cool. uh, but it is there in a certain event where something bad happens and at least you're still in you know maybe you can pull out the backup car or borrow borrow a car from somebody else or something and be able to run the race if especially if if it was a points thing obviously if you're running well in the points and you had an issue in the heat race um, and didn't weren't able to qualify uh, it keeps the points kind of tight because then uh, that driver would get to use a backup car or something and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and start tail the feature and still compete uh where if 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 they just didn't have provisionals then uh you know you don't qualify you load up you go home you get no points no nothing yeah and uh that that's tough on things you know it's tough on on like how stringent you have to be on being perfect with you know failures like uh, you know your motor can break your driveline can break your just certain things can happen that are kind of like a lot of people look at racing like it's the drivers racing each other but I look at it as like a lot of mechanical things mm-hmm. happening and um you know it, it takes a little bit away from the show when those mechanical things happen like somebody's car breaks well guess what I didn't get to watch my two heroes battle it out for the lead because that guy's car broke so now there was no race
1: yeah
0: right so they I think that's why they want to see provisionalized i think there's there's definitely an old school mentality of like well, if you didn't qualify then you should just have to load up and go home like, mm-hmm. and, I, and i kind of agree with that but i also agree with you know they're showing up with a showcase and trying to put on a show for some fans and yeah. the fans want to see their and, drivers and
2: bad nights happen
0: right but the fans want to see their driver in the show yeah. if i'm a fan and i my favorite driver is this guy I want to see him race. If his mm-hmm. car breaks and he doesn't qualify, it's like, wow, why, why did I buy this ticket?
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: didn't get to watch him race. Yeah, I didn't come to watch all these other guys. Yeah. I came to watch that guy. Yeah. So that's why they have the professionals. Okay.
2: I like that. Um, another small piece that I don't know if many people know is uh, teams do get to complimentary. Um, oh, I always said it like you, complimentary. I always say complimentary. But anyways, so... <laughs> Teams will be provided two complimentary series pit passes to each event. Um, I mean, it it doesn't really put money back in our pockets or breaks the piggy bank kind of thing, but it is also a nice gesture, you know, two passes.
0: Yeah, so it's a it's a small perk that that makes uh, makes it so you know two two of the people traveling with you can can get in and. Not have to pay, and you know you could do with it, do with it what what you will. Mm-hmm. I guess.
2: Okay, so now this is kind of like the big part that again, not many fans may know this. So there is a quote unquote winner's circle fee is what uh, how they word it in um, the contract, and so however, unless your girl over here picked up on an error because it says there is a winner circle fee and only the top 12 in SDS points are eligible for those fees depending on the current point standings at that time however I scrolled down read a little bit more and they kind of are a little bit more lenient with that so how it goes is the said platinum driver and or team will be paid on a four tier system for participating now this is uh, guaranteed money for each event. So the guaranteed minimum is based on the purse payout from the event. So, oh, um, based on the current points. So basically if you're running in the top five in points, you will be guaranteed a thousand dollars that night. Now, if you're running sixth to the 10th, you'll be guaranteed $800. If you're running, you know, 11th and 12th in points You'll be guaranteed six hundred, and then positions thirteen through fifteenth. That's the part where I was like, eh, maybe they've kind of like extended it back." Thirteenth to fifteenth will be guaranteed three hundred dollars. Now, to me, I'm I am very appreciative of this, but at the same time, I feel like it could be possibly structured a little bit differently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, think, I guess it's you know a little confusing mm-hmm. uh, in, in a way because you know maybe you something happens you didn't have the greatest finish tonight and uh you know the the benefit of it is looking at like wow look at this guaranteed money I'm going to get
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then um depending on where you landed in points that's
1: what uh, you get
0: you you don't necessarily get the the top amount mm-hmm. so Uh, and if, and to me, I guess I would just, my logic is is if, if you're needing guaranteed money, then you're not going to be running in the top part of the point. Top five, we're getting a thousand. To be in the top five, you, you've got to run really well in every event. So. You're never gonna need the guaranteed money,
2: yeah, so I, you're only gonna need the guaranteed money does, if you're
0: in the
1: back.
2: yeah, does the person l- running the top five necessarily like do they need the thousand dollars? I mean everyone needs a thousand dollars. I get that.
1: Well,
0: they're gonna earn it because because yeah. if they're in the top five they're, they're gonna going to to earn paid. it by being in the front correct. and then um if you're in the back, you're in the back. So basically to me, uh, this even with this, you're basically being paid accordingly to where you're finishing, mm-hmm. honestly.
2: And, but again, overall
0: in an average,
2: yeah. And, but that's like that is what makes our sport our sport. It is a competitive sport. Not everyone gets a trophy. So, like, if you want to follow the Super Dirt Car Series, you need to be competitive. You need to, you know, be at the top of your game.
0: Yeah, and in, in no, not way everyone or, gets a trophy. No way or form can you formulate a budget that says like well, we need this exact amount of money to be able to race
1: because
0: mm-hmm. so many th- different variables can happen and here's a variable of how much you're going to earn. So calculating that out is kind of impossible and uh, you better just better just come up with as much as you can because
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just
0: yeah. seems never-ending yeah, yeah. for the cost.
2: So um, to break it down, so let's see. So there's um per the the website there's 25 super dirt car series between the east coast all the way from canada to north carolina now that discludes volusia because that isn't points uh like i said this year including mike there are 21 platinum drivers well per the point fund at the end of this year the champion takes home sixty thousand dollars, and then they do have like some bonus um i guess it's vp fuel money is that like at the end of the year?
0: Yeah. So I believe it's in vouchers. So okay. you, you um, first place is going to get $60,000 and $3,000 voucher towards VP fuel.
2: Yeah. So it goes from 60, second place play, pays $35,000, 3rd place pays $20,000, 4th place, $15,000, 5th place, twelve. Now it drops off at 15th in the points fund at paying 2500 so, essentially, you know, only 15 people are going to be getting paid out of the 21 that are currently signed up.
0: Okay. So, I thought you just said 2,500.
2: It dro- It stops. At 15th place, it just stops. Unless so, they 15th can...
0: gets 2,500 and then, and then six, any... 16th nothing. gets... Your, I didn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. So, you need to finish in the top 15 in points to get something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, yeah. I mean, uh, I think... They're basing that on. I mean, typically they don't really get fifteen people to do.
1: Yeah, every single of, race. They end up
0: following the full series. And to fulfill series, the contract yeah, yeah. And, and to do everything. I remember that you, you have to go, do. to go to every
2: single race. Correct.
0: Right now, um, hypothetically, I you know ponder that maybe they would. Uh, If they got 20 people to do it every single year, maybe they would start paying back through 20th, but Mm -hmm. they don't need to because they don't get 20 guys to do that.
2: Now, what I want to really shine light on, this whole thing is Mike and the team, the owners, they sat down and and they mapped out the races this year and they're, fill me in if you want, but they basically were like, you know what, we're going to be attending if not eighty five to ninety percent of these races, anyways, if we sign the contract, we get these perks, we get quote unquote guaranteed money, guaranteed passes, guaranteed um provisionals if or when needed. And at the end of the year, it's pretty much like a bonus. Like, hey, you actually get a point fund. Like, okay, I'm I'm pretty confident we're definitely like a top five driver, like if that more. Oh, thanks. You're welcome, honey. So, like, if we were to follow the full series and we say we finished fourth in points, but we didn't sign the contract, we're missing out on 15 grand.
0: Right. So, uh, there's a lot of factors in to how you finish the points. Mm-hmm. It comes down to a, a lot of things along with driving, the, with, again, with the mechanical stuff and so on. But what we really looked at was... Uh I think our schedule last year doing ten out of twenty did us pretty well. We kinda looked at doing possibly fifteen out of the, the twenty two races that are gonna be
1: mm-hmm.
0: happen this year. Uh so it was like, well, we only gotta do seven more. Yeah. And then we could get possibly All these perks. Uh, What we would call, the way it works, I mean, normally it would just be a point fund, but we're kind of calling it a bonus because Mm -hmm. if we don't sign this contract, we won't get that money. So we're kind of looking at it as like, all right, well, if we want to, all we got to do is do seven more races and let's say one of them gets rained out or it turns into only six. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of things happen and and then, um, you know... Charlotte is technically three races, and it's really one trip. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So we're calling we're kind of calling that one trip.
1: Yeah. So like it narrows it
0: down. We're like, man, we really didn't have to add a ton to our schedule Mm -hmm. to be able to make this commitment to do it. Um, And then the major thing that happened was uh, the other series didn't have any conflicts. So. We're able to run basically any race we want to this year Mm -hmm. because there isn't any conflicts like what happened to us in... Two years ago. 2021. Yep. So that won't happen because there isn't two races scheduled against each other. So now, you know, this makes a lot of sense for us. that never would have happened if this was if the schedules were the way they are now Mm. back in 2021 that never would have happened and we would have fulfilled our contract and we probably would have ran the series again in 2022 Mm um so now uh you know we're we ran it's funny because like when we started the season we ran the races going well you know we'll we'll run them all and see how it goes Mm -hmm. uh to start the season, and then make a decision at the like at the the, the deadline. Now and the
2: deadline was the, three. Was
0: so that? what I was told it was somewhere around like three races in or so. You kind of had to like have your contract yeah done. Um, Test the waters. for We three had some races. cancellations this year. Yeah. So uh, that
2: bumped us up to like June.
0: Yeah, we kind of made it all the way to June before the deadline because there wasn't that many races mm-hmm. that. That happened. Uh, it also shortened the amount of total races we would be running, which came into play too. So there was a lot of factors in deciding. I think, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. But you know, you're, you're considering the cost of how much. How much was it to? to go to the extra races that we weren't planning on attending. Mm-hmm. And definitely those ones that we weren't planning attending were the most expensive races. The There's a reason yeah, we yeah. weren't planning on... We were putting them in our schedule without point fund money. Mm-hmm. We need the point fund money to counter the amount of cost it takes to go to those extra races. Yeah, The other races we were planning on going to, we were going to go to them anyway. Mm-hmm. And those ones we kind of assume like we're going to make out a quick K... On the base purse. Yeah. Without the point fund mm-hmm. adding to it.
2: Yep. Valid point. So, I like to call that schedule change the Mike Mahaney schedule that, like, the series now have, because we had to be the, I know. Let's he's, not do he's, that. He's against it. That's just what the wife I'm says. I'm not, like it's fine.
0: against that. I just don't, I mean, I'm, like, like, you, you know, I'm not the I type of person to gloat or, or, like, not even gloat. No, it's but like,
2: it, it, it really brought to attention, not, like.
0: not the only person this has happened to.
2: No, but it finally brought to the head of, like, maybe all these series we can work together and everyone can be happy. Not everyone's going to be happy, but...
0: The other thing that just popped in my head that kind of happened recently is that, so it does say in the contract that, you know, you have to have um, this or that signed ahead of time to if you were to miss an event. Now, the reason I missed an event in 2021 was because I was running a different event. Mm -hmm. That's not allowed. But Correct. but in the circumstance that, uh, like during that time there was COVID. If someone had COVID and they couldn't go to an event, like that was an excused absence, mm-hmm. right? Or if, um, someone had three Emergency. motors blow up recently and they just don't have any equipment to go yeah. right now. That was an excused absence. Mm-hmm. There there was some some extenuating circumstances that people kind of. Got out of the contract without any severe penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're trying to just, we're clarifying here why, you know, I wasn't allowed to race in 2022. Mm-hmm. was because we made the decision to race somewhere else.
2: Well, so many people are like, why aren't you there? Why aren't you there? Are you going? What's happening? Why aren't you running the points? It's like, we we couldn't because we, you know, chose a different path business-wise. And so now we are back. We are back. We're allowed back. It's great.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um I I just I I don't know if this ties anything to do with what we have but I we thought
0: We we were allowed back before that. We ran we ran a bunch of the races. We won a few of the races. We just we, couldn't do we the We were contracts. allowed to compete and we yes. we got paid our our purses. We raced uh a bunch of races and to just you know, it, when you look at a series from a fan's point of view, I think they look at the points and the points get updated and it's like, oh, look, Mike Many's running mm-hmm. sixth. It looks like he's going to get this much money. Well, not necessarily unless he follows the contract. Correct. Yes.
2: So um, what I found interesting, like I said, I was trying to do some major digging and I thought it was really cool. So cool, but not, I don't know. We're, we'll discuss this and then we'll end this. However, so the World of Outlaws, the Sprint Cars. So for the first time this year, uh, they have something called the Exclusivity Bonus. Uh, So teams will be allowed to run four races outside the World of Outlaw fold. Now, I feel like this kind of was brought to attention with the um, High Limit Series, with all that they're paying and running in that. That's just my thoughts.
1: It's very
0: possible.
2: Yeah. So um, they don't need permission. They don't need approval. If the show is outside of the 48 hours and outside of a hundred mile radius of a scheduled outlaw event. So each team who does not do more than four races and are contracted with the outlaws, they will receive an additional check. That is 75% of the point check the driver and owner will receive 75% guys. So I think instantly I just go to David Gravel because you, you don't see David like David is strict outlaws. So he's doing eighty plus races. He wins a championship this year. That's a two hundred grand championship seventy five percent bonus guys. He's gonna walk out of there hypothetically. I'll call it right now. say he wins the world of outlaw championship this year. He's getting three hundred and fifty grand
0: yeah that's that's a lot
2: That's awesome.
0: That's great um now let's just not. You know, for just to put it in perspective for the fans too, he drives for a race team. Correct. He's going to get a percentage.
1: percentage. Yes. Hof- Most. do. Hopefully, he's <laughs> going to get a percentage
0: of that money. Yes. The the money goes to the team, and the team divvies it up how they want. Yes. Uh, typically, drivers get a certain percentage of their winnings and their point fund and
1: mm-hmm. so
0: on, which motivates drivers to do well because then mm-hmm. the more the better they do, the more money they make. Uh. But at the same time, racing's expensive, you gotta put the money to back in the car. Yeah. So uh in there's not too many drivers that get a hundred percent of their winnings. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh I've heard, heard of a
0: few, but it also could be total rumors.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so anyway, uh yeah, whatever that amount is, it's you know, it's a lot and it and it goes a long way throughout the whole mm-hmm. team, not just the yeah. driver.
2: Now, of course, we don't know, like, how much it costs to fund an outlaw team and travel because they are across country. So that's
0: another variable that we can't
1: control.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see 350, and it's like, oh, my God. Well, who knows how much that costs to run? So what I'm kind of bringing back, circling back to is, like, again, it's, it's that carrot you're dangling in front of you of the exclusivity. Well, I feel that if, hypothetically, the Super Dirt Car Series were to do this, how many people would actually stay within that exclusivity bonus of doing less than four races outs outside of the Super Dirt Car Series to attempt to get that bonus? You know, like right. I, I'm just. I had something going, and I just it just went out the window.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that.
2: I feel it's a gamble. I, it's I a think good it's gamble. A,
0: it's a cool gamble, and it yes. and it give and it. Gives people an opportunity to do do some big events to make some money and it benefits you know again it benefits your series to let your drivers go make some money elsewhere Mm -hmm. because if they have money then they get to you know do more when they come race with you Yep. right and we can't we can't limit ourselves to only doing like as a dirt racer most dirt racers can't uh just run one series and make a living. It's not enough yeah. races. We're doing twenty five. Like if you're in 70. NASCAR, I guess you know they they can make a living off of twenty six races or something like that. Yeah. You know, like what I don't even know how many they do, but uh, you know they're, they're racing for more money per event, mm-hmm. so they they can do that. But we we race for less money, yeah. so we got to race more.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if we'd ever really necessarily be able to do is exclusivity bonus.
0: Yeah, you kind of you know you but at the same time you know you see this in in a lot of different series uh bonuses for for you know loyalty or what or exclusivity whatever mm-hmm. you call it um you see you know okay hey you you went to all, all of our races so here's some bonus points yeah that gets you yeah you know higher in the points standings which makes more money mm-hmm. that's another way to divvy it up i guess yeah or or here's a check for going to all the races. Thanks. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Thanks for coming. Appreciate I've it. I've seen
0: it before. Yeah. Really yeah, have. Yeah. So uh, you know, what what did you have next?
2: That was I'm pretty sure that was it. I mean I had a few like random outlaw things that I heard, but it, it really doesn't pertain to us necessarily. So I would just say, you know, um we're back. We're back. We are we are back platinum.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: So I. You know. For this. You know it's. We. It's hard because I. You know I. So I've raced in the, super dirt car series, so I can kind of and I've seen the contract, so I can see tell you guys, what, is in there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never seen the contract for the, the sprint cars or the. Yeah. Late models. You kind of, can talk to people get an idea but uh this can kind of give you an idea what that's all about because mm-hmm. it kind of you know people say like oh he signed up for the platinum well what's that what does you it know? consist so,
2: of yeah it's so
0: hopefully this helps
2: yeah and that's that's kind of why i wanted to not just shine light because like hey guys we're back platinum but really like what is it team because like i said guys i dug on the internet for any sort of contract to find it anywhere online, not just Derp, but any outlaw, any world racing group and I you can't find it anywhere. Well, so the,
0: the contract goes away as soon as you sign it oh <laughs>
2: yes yes
0: they, they don't it's, it's not like in a public contract yeah, yeah you sign it and then it's not in yeah. it's not in your email I anymore. mean
2: it's it's essentially <laughs> it's a, a private agreement, but yeah. you know if we're signing a contract, I mean, Hey, you know. So, but
0: um, honestly, I mean, there's really nothing in there to hide. No, the, the it's very, you know, uh, this is what you get. It here's what here's what you're racing for. Here's the benefits, and you can kind of read between the lines of of the non-benefits, mm-hmm. and you can decide whether this is the right thing for you to do. Yeah. And when it's all said and done, you get, uh, you kind of see the guys that are, uh, have room in their schedule to do it all. And the guys that run really well, and and then you got the guys that don't, and then you got you know it's mm-hmm. it all sorts itself out in the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's just, I I ended up among the small few of the extenuating circumstances that, you know, I really wanted to kind of be uh, in pursuit of the championship every year, mm-hmm. just because. You know, I want to run, I want to run for, like, the the modifieds are what I do. So, I race modifieds for a living. I want to race for a modified championship in any and all series. Of course. Any and all tracks. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in contention and try to win. Yes. Uh, I don't want to be limited to not being able to compete mm-hmm. with. and it And it's more about, to me, it's more about, like, the, the top drivers like I know who my biggest competition is mm-hmm. and I want to race that guy yeah and I want to race him in all of the big events in all of the big series and if I beat that guy who's the best guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: or the best guys yeah group of guys I'm gonna feel like very I'm gonna feel like I won I'm gonna feel accomplished mm-hmm. if you exclude the best guy out of it then it's not going to feel like a bit as big of an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm a big, I'm big on just, you know, um, being able to do all of it uh, if you can. But, the, I mean, obviously, like, there's limitations of, like, whether you can afford to do it all. But, like, if, yeah. you, if you can, I like, I like to be able to do it all. It seems like the guys that are running the best do all the races. So it's mm-hmm. like... I feel like to be competitive with them, I need to do races. all the races to get as much practice as they yep, do, as much yep, yep. experience as they do to to test the car and try different mm-hmm. things on it as much as they do. So that's where how I kind yeah. of view that. and
2: We're doing it anyway, so may as well be a part of the, the bandwagon. Yeah, running. and it's
0: just modifieds are, are a unique thing because there's uh, so many different uh, modifieds where mm-hmm. if, in these sprint cars, it's like, you unload a sprint car, it's like it's a sprint car, mm-hmm. everybody's got the same sprint car, yes. Uh, but man, we got different, we got so many different motors, tires, chassis. This that the differences that uh it kind of separates things into so many different categories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but how you kind of can look at it that in from my point of view, um, you see a lot of the sprint car guys, like the wingless guys. Running the midget series and the wingless sprint series. Yep, and they don't conflict. I don't, as far as I know, you know, they don't conflict. So like guys can try to run for both. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could be wrong on this. Could be completely wrong. But you see them running these two completely different cars, but they're kind of like in that sprint car world. Yes. So they they run them, and they uh are competitive in both and they just like to race mm-hmm. right and and that's how i feel i i like to race modifieds i don't fit in a midget i'm too big uh so i'm i'm running modifieds and so we're and I'm, here and i'm running this type of modified yep. i'm running that type of modified mm-hmm. and i'm running the other type of modified because yeah, i yeah, want to yeah. run them all
1: yeah and yep. those are
0: the things that i can race and that i can compete in and i'm and i'm trying my best to win
2: that sounds like you dear Mm-hmm. that sounds like you all right guys well that was a long one but hopefully you were able to take some nuggets away from this hopefully you enjoyed it if you did please share this on your social media and definitely make sure to tag us let us know your thoughts and hopefully you enjoy this and we will catch you guys all next tuesday and hopefully hopefully soon enough i'll be uh we will be in our new new room new uh podcast. Room. Don't count. Don't hold me to it, guys. It, we, I, I'm not even back in Jersey yet. So. <laughs> Your girl's hopeful. So, Mike, my dear, thank you so much
1: for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you all who support us on these podcasts, uh, who support us on Patreon, support us on YouTube. You make such a difference on us being able to not only to be able to race, to be able to race more, to be able to do more podcasts, to be able to have mm. a new podcast room, yeah. to be able to have better equipment to hopefully entertain you more and give you more enjoyment and fun out of the racing that we all love.
2: Yes, more of everything. All right,
0: see you guys. See ya.